everybody. Welcome back to the podcast, which is going to be renamed shortly by the time this comes out. It may have a name, but uh, I can tell you that this podcast is brought to you by copious amounts of caffeine. <laughs> so I would like to welcome my co-host, Laura Pobrin, a.k.a. my wife. And uh, we've got some, some fun stuff we're going to be chatting about today. Hey there. Thanks for having me on again. All right, so today we thought it would be very fitting to talk about embracing change within your business. And, you know, if you are watching us on the live feed right now, you're going to notice that our house is completely empty. It is in boxes in the garage and we have no plates. We're going to be eating off of plastic and paper plates and cutlery starting tonight because everything is boxed up and ready to go. So... Today, let's talk about embracing change within your business. Yeah, I'm really excited for this topic, actually, and I've been wanting to do a live with you on this, so it's cool that we're doing it on the podcast, because I think this is something that, you know, a lot of coaches go through, and when it happens, it kind of freaks them out, you know, and I know it totally freaked me out in the beginning. I was like, oh my God, what's happening? My business isn't the same that it used to be. And we forget that that's actually supposed to happen, you know, especially as a coach, especially in this industry, if you're an online coach, even more so, but your business is meant to evolve. So I was hoping we could talk a little bit about that natural evolution and what we've been going through. Yeah. And I think I would almost like to kind of like start at the end. Um, You know, the two of us right now, we are packing up to head down to Scottsdale, Arizona for an undetermined amount of time. We don't know how long it is. I think we can stay for six months before they kick us out, but uh, our immigration lawyer will let us know. But we are packing up everything within our house in Canada. We're throwing everything into a storage locker, taking the only that we what we can fit into our luggage and driving 26 hours down to Scottsdale, Arizona. And why is that? The reason we're doing it is because this is a catalyst for change within our business. We're changing our environment, we're putting ourselves around new people, new business opportunities, and we know that this is going to be a catalyst for many great things to happen. And I think that what happens so often with coaches is that they're so afraid of change. You know, I I work with, you know, one-on-one and coaches in my program that, you know, they come in, they're, they're worried because they don't have it all figured out right when they start coaching. And, you know, you have to kindly remind them that the only way to figure it out is by doing it Mm -hmm. and that everything is going to change. Like it can completely flip on its head and everybody is so afraid of that happening, but it's a beautiful thing. The, The only way to do it is by trying things, iterating, you know, making mistakes, tripping up on your feet. That's the only way that you're ever going to find true success. Mm-hmm. I with, think yeah. I think this has happened like so many times for us, especially over the last year, you know, and we've talked about this, just the two of us, how when we closed our gym, that was the ultimate change for us at that time. Like that felt so fucking scary. We had no idea where we were going to end up. We had no idea what was going to happen. And at the time it kind of, it felt like a failure in the beginning. And then we slowly realized that actually that was just the catalyst for where we are supposed to be. But had we never taken that risk, had we never honored what was going to make us happy in the end, 
we never would have appreciated that as an opportunity and made that change in our business, you know, and we'd still be fucking 15 hour days back at the gym right now, hating it. Right. And so I think it's just really good. You know, if you're going through something like that, um, understanding that your gut is always right in this situation, you know, it's like, trusting what you know is going to make you happy in that end even if you don't know right now what that end looks like right yeah it's you know change can take so many shapes and forms within your business so it could be you know being afraid of making the change from your full-time job moving into you know training or coaching you know that is a massive change and it's super scary when you move from something that is very, very secure. Maybe you have benefits and you move into running your own business and you have no idea what the fuck you're doing. But that's okay because you're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to walk into all of these situations and just know what's going to happen and have it all figured out. You have to figure it out as you go. And you know what? That could be making a move from you know being a personal trainer to becoming an online trainer. Or it could be making a move from doing one-to-one coaching to doing group coaching or launching a product or moving a physical location. It could be making a change like we did from owning a facility to moving exclusively online. Massive change. We incurred like six figures worth of debt to make that change, but we knew that it was the right decision for us to make. Mm -hmm. There's so many things. It could be going into business with someone and being afraid to go out on your own because it was the right decision at the time. You didn't know better. Whatever it is, we can't always be worried about six steps down the road because it's going to paralyze us from the decision that's right in front of us. Yeah, I think that's so key, you know, especially for new coaches just starting out. Change for them is completely different than change for someone who's been in the game for years and years and years. Change for them is just like getting their first handful of clients you know, is something that they have never been able to do before. And we paralyze ourselves, like you just said, by overthinking, overanalyzing, overplanning, rather than just taking action and, you know, trusting that if it feels right and you're headed kind of in the right direction, it's going to work itself out. I can't remember who said this, but it stuck with me and I use it with all of my clients now. And what they said was to stay peak focused, not path focused. Right, Because as you're climbing a mountain, there's thousands of different paths you could take to that same peak. And so don't be afraid to you know, go down a different path just to see what it feels like or what happens there. Because you never know when one little divot in your path is going to turn into this crazy explosion in growth or you know, personal development or a whole new opportunity that you wouldn't have seen if you were just so laser focused on that one tree right in front of you, right? That's been so huge for us this year. You know, it's been such an evolution of us personally. And I think number one, it comes down to understanding where it is you want to end up and then how that's going to feel for you in the end, you know, because we knew that we weren't happy in the gym. We didn't know what was going to make us happy. We just knew something had to change. So we kind of just took one step and then we took another step. And now 
we're selling our house in Edmonton and we're moving to Arizona because, well, you forgot to mention that there's sun in Arizona and that's <laughs> another major, major reason for us leaving. But you're right, business opportunity and growth and discomfort and embracing all of that. Yeah, it's, I think, you know, the, the path, the peak focused over path focused is so important because I think one of the greatest things that I've learned and I like to pass along to other people is sometimes those missteps, if you want to call them that, you know, I like to look at failure as feedback as opposed to being negative. It's always about reframing it. But sometimes we have to go through those things in order to get to where we are present day. So a lot of people that might be amidst the shit right now understand that more than likely you needed to go through this experience in order to break through and get to where you need to go. So you can jump into even bigger shit, right? Exactly, exactly. (laughs) You know, problems don't go away. They just turn into different problems. They turn into bigger problems. They turn into bigger risks because you start to understand the importance of it all. You know, for us, where we are now, we've done so many things, you know, Maybe if we wouldn't have expanded into a 6,000 square foot gym with a team of eight, you know, then we could have got into the online business sooner. But you know what? If we would have skipped that step and not embraced that change within our lives and gone through that experience, we never would have come across some of the people that entered our lives throughout the course of us running that gym. Some of the knowledge we acquired and some of the, the deep insights that we got of, you know, do we like you know, managing a large team versus being more self-driven. Do we like having all of these sorts of things? Do we want to just sit back and be behind the scenes or do we want to be out there working with people? So many things that you learn from these experiences and even the smallest takeaway from an experience is important. So whether you are looking to jump into online training, if you're going to do it, fucking dive in. Like, as far as you can, embrace it and understand that you are going to take something away that's going to lead you into something in the future. Mm-hmm. Whether that is trying to solidify who your ideal client is, the only way to experience if it's the right one is by targeting them and working with those people. You have to give these experiences ample time to actually be able to take anything away. Mm-hmm. And everything that we do in our life and in our business is making a hypothesis testing it and iterating it based on the feedback. It doesn't matter what it is. We're never just going to like strike gold on the first try. I remember probably like six, eight months ago, I was running some Facebook ads and part of one of the the little hooks I was using was how I took on $100,000 of debt in order to create a six-figure business. And I had somebody reply to it and going, oh, such fools who would take advice to someone who has failed. And... I just, I laughed personally and I just, my reply was calm and just like, you're entitled to your opinion. Like, thanks for sharing. But I did put in there, I don't know anybody who is successful that hasn't tried something and failed. Mm -hmm. And there was probably a dozen other people that kind of tore him him a new (laughs) asshole kind of moving forward. But look at all of these people that are extremely successful, like even people that are billionaires. They started businesses and completely failed. They built a million dollar business and went bankrupt and then rebuilt it again. Like I had somebody that told me after we closed our gym that they would bet on the person that's going to take the risk every day over the person that's going to sit back and not take that risk. Even if the person that takes the risk fails. 
Because without being willing to embrace failure, you are never going to accomplish anything. Well, and I think it's also about redefining what failure actually is. You know, like I never, even now, like we fail big and hard every single day, but it's just lessons now. Like I don't even care. I actually really like failing because it teaches me something, if not about myself, about our business, where the cracks are, where we need to put more energy, you know, um, where we took our foot off the gas. It's just so important to always be open to those lessons rather than letting those failures eat away at you to the point where you just give up. And you said something like five minutes ago, (laughs) but I wanted to touch on it. And I think one of the biggest things that really caused us to quote unquote fail in the gym was we kept waiting for one day to happen. You know, like, oh, one day we won't have these problems. One day we'll be successful. One day, one day, one day. When really we could have just reframed that all and stopped wishing and waiting for our lives to be different and actually took action to make it that way, right? And I think a lot of coaches get caught in this where they're just like, oh, one day I won't have to work so many hours. Well, actually you will unless you actively take a role in changing that for yourself. You know, it's not a waiting game. It's not, it is a matter of patience, but like directed patience, right? With the right action behind it. Otherwise you're just going to end up in the same exact spot five, 10 years down the road and still wishing and waiting for that sort of success to happen for you. Whereas if you just stop looking at failure as failure and start looking at it as opportunity, You know, you can direct your path a lot faster because instead of fighting failure or trying to fix it or move around it, you go straight the hell through it and you figure out what not to do next time. Right. I think that was just such a big one for us personally. A hundred percent. And like I teach that concept to all of my one to one, uh, you know, like mentorship clients, I tell them to just do things all the time. And it's, you know, at first until they get to know kind of the way that I work, it's, they learn that the only way to learn if something works is by doing it. You know, I'm not a magician. I don't have a magic ball. Nobody does. Magicians don't have magic balls. They have magic wands. Genies? I don't know. Uh, (laughs) But like the only way to to learn is by doing. And the only way to do is by being being open to embracing the outcome. So like I had a, a client this past week that said, you know, I've got a ton of people taking this one package, you know, with this three month package that we put together. And I said, okay, awesome. We're getting like a 90% take rate on this package. I was like, let's, let's take the next few weeks, frame it as a six month package and let's see what the conversion rate is on that. It's like, is that going to convert as good? I have no idea, but let's just fucking test it because if it works awesome, if it doesn't, then we simply go back to the drawing board and make some adjustments. And I think, you know, when people start to work with coaches, whether it is a coach working with a business coach or a client working with a nutrition coach or whatever it is, we also have to realize that the person we're working with isn't there to know every single answer. They're there to guide you because we don't know, you know, the exact things that light you up and the exact result of every single decision that is going to happen. It's simply having somebody to guide you through that process. You know, you might have a nutrition client that is like, you know, I was curious about trying keto. 
where a lot of people are going to be like, no, that's a fad diet. That's fucking stupid. That's not sustainable. Or you could be like, hey, why don't we try this? I'm going to guide you along that journey and let's see if it is good and sustainable for you. Because we know as coaches, when the client is in the driver's seat and the client has autonomy, that they're going to be more likely to stick to it. And it's just advising them on what those possible outcomes are because they have to embrace that change. You know what? They might love keto and or it might be a complete flop, but it's just having that person to guide you along that journey. And I think that's been an imperative part of our journey is, you know, when you are afraid of embracing change, having a sounding board of either, you know, a a physical partner, a you know, a business partner, a mentor or someone to be there to guide you through those decisions Mm -hmm. is super important. And it doesn't necessarily mean they have the answer, but it is someone to just kind of, sometimes we just need reassurance Mm -hmm. because it is scary to make change. Running your business is hard. I teach a concept where I say building a business is really easy in theory and it's really fucking hard in practice. Yeah. The same way that losing weight in theory is easy and in implementation is really hard. You know, it's there's so many things that go into it, but you just have to be open to what might happen. Yeah, and I think too, like just to touch on your point about being scared of change, you know, like there's a lot of coaches out there that probably feel stuck and like change isn't possible for them. Like, oh, but I have bills to pay and I have to take this many clients and I can't increase my rates yet and I have to live here and, you know, I have to work at this gym or whatever, you know, and understand that I get it, we get it. Like we felt so stuck in that gym and, you know, there's always a way out. There's always a way towards a happier life. There's always a way to be more fulfilled and to love what you do and to figure out how that can support your lifestyle. But sometimes the choices you have to make in order to get there are the hardest you'll ever have to make in your life, right? Like we were stuck, but we made the choice to close our gym and take on a hundred thousand dollars of debt in order to be happy. And you know what? I don't even give a shit about the debt. Like, I am so happy in my life right now. And we have so much opportunity that had we not done that, you know, we would have just continued to bitch about it and stay there. And, you know, one day maybe we would have, like back to that one day, right? One day we maybe would have been financially successful enough to go on all the trips we wanted and whatever. But, you know, at what cost? So if you feel stuck... You're just a hard decision away from actually creating that change for yourself and for your business. And ultimately, the only person who can do that is you. Yeah. And I think just to go along with that, I think something that we've really come to realize and every coach out there, it's a very, very important concept is sometimes things have to get worse before they're going to get better. Yeah. So a lot of these times where you have to embrace change and make a very difficult decision The scary part is, is things like taking a hit on your client load, taking a hit financially, but being able to push through that and see the bigger picture is so important. So yeah, when, when we closed the gym, we were in a sense, almost completely rebuilding. And that was very scary, you know, and even recently we are launching a few products and a few programs that we've spent a lot of time developing 
And in order to do so, when a client is stopped, we haven't replaced them because we're investing all of our energy outside of our current clients into developing these products, not new client acquisition. And what has that done? We've seen a dip in our income because we know that we're going to see this big upswing in, in the future. But you have to be able to get through that dip. Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody is looking to break into online coaching so that they can leave their full job and they want to do it so that they can have more time and freedom. Well, the fact of reality is that you're going to have to sacrifice that time and freedom in order to build up that online business to a point where you can sustain leaving your full time Yeah. in order to achieve that freedom. So if you can't weather the storm through that time where it's going to suck, you're never going to get to the payoff. And I think that's a really, really important lesson for people to learn. Yeah, I totally agree. And I like we've gone through it so many times now that I'm just like, okay, well, it's going to happen again. You know, there's going to be more growth. There's going to be more evolution. We're going to see more dips. It's just every time that happens, they're not quite as big, you know, and maybe it's just our resiliency to them. They don't bother us as much. Whereas before it's like total mental freak out, like panic attack. Oh my God, I lost five grand this month. What the hell's going to happen? But I think that, you know, as you go through them, it just makes you a more resilient coach and it makes you stronger to the point where, you know, you're going to last in the industry. So many coaches just fall off. And that's what my new program's really about is giving people the confidence to weather the storm, to build resiliency as a coach, you know, because this is not an easy game. We have to constantly be marketing ourselves. We have to constantly be upgrading our knowledge. We have to constantly be on for other people. Like, you know, I know being on all the time is exhausting and we hit weeks where we just don't want to, you know, so you take some time for yourself and you keep going. But if you don't understand that or you don't have the resiliency to push through, those changes will eat you alive and you won't make it through them if you don't expect them to come, right? Yeah. Totally, 100%. It's, there's so many takeaways and even like one thing that you know really stood out to me. I can't remember where I read it, but it was talking about you have to become your ideal client. Yeah. So as a coach, you need to embrace change. And the change that you need to embrace to grow is no different than the change your clients need to embrace to make the changes they need. So somebody who is sedentary, they need to lose some weight, they're inactive and unhealthy, making a change for them to, you know, say no to something or to start being active or get into the gym is very, very scary for them. Mm -hmm. Just because you go to the gym all the time and that change isn't scary for you doesn't mean that it is the most terrifying thing that somebody has ever done in their life is stepping foot into a public gym. Or just the same way that you changing careers or, you know, working with a different type of client is scary. So is that person having to say no to their mom when they want to serve them dessert. Mm -hmm. You know, no change. We cannot take value away from the degree of change and how scary it is for somebody. But what we have to realize is that if we ourselves are not willing to do that, how can we expect somebody to respect us coaching them on making that same decision? Mm -hmm. Just like we tell people all the time, you know, most of the people that come to us that are telling us that all of their clients give them price objections are the same people that give everybody else price objections. 
They come up with a thousand excuses on why they can't hire a business coach or take a course or take a program and they're always complaining about money but then they get mad when their clients do the same thing to them. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, you have to believe in some of the the woo-woo stuff that's like, you know, talking about energy because it's so true. When you start to change your mentality about all of this stuff, everything else starts to change. It is this crazy catalyst effect that, you know, if all of a sudden you are willing to make changes and you're willing to invest, it's amazing what the universe gives back to you. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. I love that. I mean, I believe in that so much. And um, that's really what got me through the last year of all the changes that we've been through is like coming back into myself and trying to figure out, okay, what do I need today to feel grounded and happy and accomplished? Because you know, like I used to hang my hat on, you know, 15 hour days and thinking that was a good thing. And then that's what was going to make me successful. But definitely was not the recipe for success Um, and that needed to change and that was scary and you know there's going to be limiting beliefs that you have about yourself that could hold you back from ever making those changes if you don't face those head-on right so I really believe in meditation I believe in setting intentions I believe in coming back to those throughout the day um And then talking about that stuff with your clients as well, because ultimately change is universal. You know, the vehicle for change is different, but the emotions that you go through are universal, I think, no matter what the change is. You know, it's moving from one place of comfort to a place of discomfort, ultimately. And so supporting your clients in the same way is really powerful and it makes change easier for you when you then teach it to others as well, I find. Yeah, I completely agree. It's just, it all comes back to that you have to be open to embracing change, doing the hard stuff, and truly being open to opportunity. Mm -hmm. You know, just to bring it back to our decision to move to Arizona, the second we actually finally made the decision to Arizona, I was connecting with some people that I know from LA, and they were going to be in Arizona in the middle of May. And they said, hey, let's put on an event together. So Laura and I are going to be speaking at an event on May 15th that we're going to be hosting. That never would have, that conversation wouldn't have even started if we had not said we were going to be moving to Arizona. Mm-hmm. So are we moving down there to speak? No, but this opportunity arose because of this change we decided to embrace. And like we have people that we're going to be connecting with in LA now because it's only a short four or five hour drive. We got invited out to an event in Huntington Beach, which is going to be happening like a few days after we get there. So things can start to domino into such amazing things within your life. You just have to be willing and open to it happening. Mm -hmm. To taking that first step. Yeah. So what what are you most excited about for heading out to Arizona? I am so excited just to feel the sun on my face. Like it's so gloomy here in Canada. It's like, it takes forever to warm up here. We were driving around this weekend and I was just thinking to myself, it's so brown everywhere. There's no color. So I always feel better and at the top of my game when I can get outside and feel the sun on my face and go for a walk and clear my head midday or whatever. So I'm excited for a new routine you know, to be able to wake up and maybe walk to the gym or, or whatever that's going to look like for us. I'm excited to just see what that turns into. 
Yeah, I think I'm most excited for Captain Crunch Cream Mystery with Animal Cookies, but that could just be <laughs> oh, me. Oh, can I change my answer? <laughs> <laughs> but again, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode on embracing change. You know, if you're currently amidst stuff that feels super, super hard, know that it's going to get better regardless. You're going to learn something from the experience. If you are afraid to jump deep into something that's going on right now, just do it. The only way you're going to know if it was the right or wrong decision is by taking action, doing it, learning from that experience, and then taking that knowledge and moving forward. Mm -hmm. So once again, thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into today's show. As a thank you, I've put together a free training for you where I go over how I consistently generate clients every month using social media with less than 2,000 followers on Instagram. I walk through the exact strategy that I use for client attraction and generating clients every single month. You can go to landonp.com training to get access to that training now.